Speaking of getting booked, this podcast is about one thing, getting booked to speak more. Whether you are an established speaker or a newbie, we want to see your career take off. Hundreds of speakers are hired every single day, and you are next. Let's jump in with your host, Matt Browning. Hey, welcome back to Speaking of Getting Booked. It's Matt Browning. You know me. I'm so, so excited this week. Uh, we have, we, we've had one other person uh, that represents eWomen Network on as a promoter and as a chapter or a managing director for a chapter. And we have with us Jamie Shibley today. Uh, Jamie has a really cool perspective. And we're going to talk about, again, some really interesting ways on how to get yourself booked on different stages, uh, live events, corporate, all that stuff. We're going to talk about Jamie as a managing director of the Milwaukee chapter of eWomen Network. She's also the International Women's Business Organization uh, with a mission to help 1 million women earn $1 million in annual revenue. That's part of eWomen Network. And she was recognized as the eWomen Network Woman to Watch in 2018, which is a huge deal. She's also CEO and co-founder of The Expressory, which is a relationship marketing service that designs and executes thoughtful customer relationships. Very excited to dive into some of the ways you can use and build up relationship marketing when you meet people at networking or even I've met you know people I've gotten booked to speak at at a Starbucks and it's all about how you follow up. So we're going to talk about the follow up and relationship building. Uh, Jamie spent 20 years in corporate world um, full of IT and e-commerce roles. She launched an online brand of her own. And she helps business owners meet the customer expectations by really getting back to grassroots of a more personal relationship experience and a relationship exchange to really create loyalty in the relationships with the people. In just a short year, Expressory in their first year has already been featured on Entertainment Tonight. That's huge. And has helped numerous clients gain the attention of influencers. Jamie, welcome to Speaking of Getting Booked. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm great. Thank you. And yourself? Uh, you know, I mean, we, we've been talking for a couple minutes. You know, I'm dang good today. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. So today I'm doing, I always, I always batch interviews. So today I'm doing several interviews. You know, I just had on a mutual friend of ours. You introduced me to Tracy down in Beloit. Mm-hmm. Um, she was so much fun. We talked about nonprofits and how to get booked into theirs. And I'm excited with you because we've been, I mean, we had a call. I was driving or where I was driving from. We were both driving somewhere. Yeah. We talked for probably an hour all about this, the expressory, this thing you're doing to create uh, better and deeper relationships. So let's start, I guess, let's start with this. Since everyone, you know, listening again, you want to get booked on more stages. Here's a scenario and tell me what you would do for this. I know you use the, well, tell me what the expressory is and kind of what the theme is. There's so many different ways to apply it. We talked about applying it to podcasters to follow up with influential guests. Certainly a speaker could use what you're doing to follow up with influential people they meet at networking groups or corporate representatives. What is it you do? How does it work? Why does it work? Can I give me the, give me the skinny on it? Yeah, there's a lot in there. Um, yeah, so the Expressory is a relationship marketing service just at our core, right? And and we really started from a place of, um, you know, business owners, we're, we're all, as we're growing, we get so, um, we're involved. We have to do only the things that um, we should be doing as the CEOs, right? And so oftentimes we start putting off the personal touch in relationship building efforts because we just have a lot on our plates. 
And so um, we would come in and we would kind of be the outsourced uh, relationship builders. And so we'd you know, manage their follow-ups, uh, their thank yous, any of the appreciation uh, messaging, and, and all in a, a physical um, sense. So physical mailings, not filling up your um, email inbox. And um, then that expanded into gifting. And so we had people coming back to us and saying, okay, well now, you know, I reached out to them a month ago and said, hey, it's great to meet with you, but now I really want to send them to get, send them something a little bit more that really gets their attention and, and gets us back in front of them. And so um, we've kind of become this, this service where we can help you design and then execute that so that it's just off your plate. You know? <laughs> so, so give me, give me a couple examples of that. You know, over the years, I've thought a lot about, you know, like think about follow-up. And one of the biggest things is you get a business card and, you know, we've all done that, right? We have our business card stack, the rubber band stack in the desk that we do nothing with. And, and the truth is after a day, the value diminishes by, I don't know, maybe 70%. Right. After three days diminishes by 90%. And if you have a business card stack that is from an event from two weeks ago, it's wor almost worthless. You might still get a couple connections, but if it goes a month, two months, I mean, come on, if it's not in your database, you're not doing something. But yeah. I always look at that. And if you're like me, I look at my, my business card stack after an event. And most of them are like, hey, this could be maybe a client. This is someone that I could follow up. This is someone for my mailing list. But then there's someone in there that I go, ooh, this was an influencer. This is someone with maybe a huge social media following, someone with a big podcast I want to get on, someone who uh, books events. Maybe I meet someone who books speakers for the national conference of something or a corporate representative. And I want to go, I really want to build a relationship with them. And same thing, I look at my week, Jamie, and I'm thinking, man, like I just, it's already full. So I yeah. don't have the time to call them. Are they going to answer? What do you do? So you're bridging the gap between, you don't just put someone on an email list because that's not what they want. That doesn't build a relationship. Am I right? No, right. It's it's all becoming so surface level, right? That's, you know, that's the unfortunate part of it, the digital world has served us really well for a lot of things. But unfortunately, what's starting to happen is um, our customers are craving, um, craving something more, a, a better experience because they're tired of just being another number in our database. And um, what I, I, you know, I just love talking with you. You and I go on and on all sorts of creative ideas. And what you just did right there as you're describing, oh, and I get these contacts and I'm going through, you could feel that excitement and energy building as you were talking about each one and the potential for you. Yes. And then when you said, oh, but then my week, I mean, that's exactly what we see happen over and over again. We get, I can't tell you the number of business owners that will stand there and tell me, yeah, I just made this really great person and it's already been a week and I just haven't gotten to it yet. And, and that's where we're finding we can add value. Um, and so wouldn't it be great if you could maintain all of that excitement about reconnecting with that person on a deeper level you know, doing something, showing up in their world with something that is going to build a stronger connection for you. Um, and, and wouldn't it be great if you could just come back from that event, have your stack of cards, you know, email them off and we know exactly what to do with them for you. Because That's we've had this phenomenal. Discussion. 
and, and, and I want to mention, we talked briefly about like an email list and not only some of, so sometimes it's a customer, right? It's a prospect. Yeah. It's someone that you might sell something to down the road. And yeah, that makes sense. Go on the email list and, and add value the way you do that. Yep. But what we're really talking about, and this is where I think, this is why I wanted to have you on the Speaking and Getting Booked podcast, yeah. is we're talking about not a customer. We're talking about a relationship that's yep. going to get you on a stage. So you go to a networking event. I mean, shoot, I, uh, when did this happen? It was a few months ago. I was sitting at a Starbucks and three gentlemen kind of walked out and they were, they were surveying the land a little bit. And it looked like they probably represented the company. And I'm just sitting there having a coffee, but I meet them. And it turns out it was the manager of that store and hmm. then the district manager of like, you know, 12 or 20 stores in the area. And then the regional manager for the whole county. All three of them were standing there and they were talking about that store. And I just chatted for a second. They said, oh, and they asked me, how are you doing? You know, what do you think about the store? And I said, oh, I got to tell you, you guys are doing a phenomenal job here. I love AB because, right, you, you don't show yeah. much critique if you're going to. When you see, a, when I saw that, I thought, ding, ding, ding. I want to see if I can get booked to speak at some kind of, uh, some level of a conference at Starbucks. And so I talked to him and I say, oh, you're doing ABC phenomenal. It's great. And they say, well, what could you change? And I said, you know, so I'm a leadership consultant myself and I speak to Fortune 500 companies about, but you know, I kind of give a little <laughs> mini version, right? So yeah. they go, oh. And I said, you know, it's funny. I wrote in my recent book, The Firebox Principle, <laughs> about this one topic. And I see over here, one of the places you could build more community is with moving these tables, you know? So how you go into a conversation, can, can you want to elevate yourself from day one? That's just a side uh, nugget. But here's where, where what we're talking about comes in. This is what I, I screwed it up and take full responsibility. I have that dude's card and I oh, thought yeah, he gave no. me a card. And, <laughs> and that day I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to handwrite a note in my book and mail my book yes. to the corporate office, right? Yes. And I didn't do it. Oh. And then a week went by. And then two weeks, and oh. now it's been months, and I had the, right. I have this regional manager, which he can make a decision to come in, and and maybe I'm not going to speak at the national, you know, conference, but I could speak at a manager's meeting, and all of a sudden, boom, on my resume, yeah, went in to speak at Starbucks. So, talk uh. to me about my mistake. What would you do differently, and how do I build a relationship with an influencer like that off a of chance? Mm -hmm. What would I do first or oh. how does your thing come into play? Tell I'm me about you, it. That was, that was a fantastic setup because- It's so you, disappointing. I, <laughs> but listen, we can save it. We can do that. <laughs> no. Um, so immediately as you're talking, the fact that you dropped your book in that conversation, that was so perfectly set up for you, right? <laughs> like, and so- He's ready to hear from me. He is. And listen, he's still very well maybe because- there's a way we could swing that message where it's like, you know, I was just thinking about you again. And then, Hey, I think I mentioned my, this, this um, chapter to you, take a look at it, maybe highlight the thing or whatever it was you were suggesting. There's a way we could do it. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right. And, and it's genius the way you went about it. I mean, you recognized it right away, the opportunity with him right away. And then you already knew <laughs> what, you know, how to show up afterwards. And again, this is where I think, you know, as, as small business owners or um, growing businesses, we have such a, we have such a unique opportunity that the big corporations are losing, right? They, they just can't execute at this level. We can give such a, we can build such a personal relationship with people. 
Um, and so, so tell me, tell me what I should do with this guy, whether it's now or whether it's before, like, what does it actually give me some examples of what it looks like to instead yeah. of just, cause I, here's a good example, right? Jamie, I don't want to put him on my email list. No, that would be a, I mean, now he's getting spammed by something it. he yep. doesn't even know. That's the worst you could yep. ever do. Do not take an old card and put it on your email list. What can I do instead with that contact? Well, potentially work towards getting booked on a stage at the company. So assuming that contact has his car, his address on it, you absolutely show up with um, some sort the book, the, the book is just, you know, the first thing I can think of. I think there are other creative ways we could get into this. I mean, especially because you were giving examples of, you know, in store what they could be doing. Um, oh, Boy, on the spot. So first of all, take that book, find the nugget of information that you were kind of um, already sharing with him. And, and we write a message that calls it out. Hey, take a look at blah, 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 you know, chapter 14. It'll give you some more thoughts on what I was um, sharing with you. And then, hey, by the way, um, you know, here's some other thoughts on uh, some ways I can help your managers, your uh, whatever they would call those, those store managers, um, grow their businesses. And then maybe it's as simple as a, um, we create a flyer or something that's listing out some other ideas he may not be thinking of, but you're, you're giving a gift and you're also sharing more. You're giving him more content on the spot. Why wouldn't he follow up with you to learn more? So you're talking about to like send the book, but then someone like bring it on someone like you, we, you do a handwritten note that gets mailed out to him. And this is where, again, what I want to talk about is you want to get on more stages. Yep. Yep. Someone of influence, whether it's, you know, I mean, go to your local chapter, your local chamber of commerce, your local something. When you meet someone who puts on events or is a representative for a company, I'm doing this. I'm courting a few people and I want to get you involved, Jamie, and, and yeah. doing some of, you know, what the expressory does. So I met, um, well, you know, I won't drop any names until I get booked, but a couple really high profile, like fortune 10 company people. And the neat thing is you don't need to have the top, top person. No. If you someone who works at a company that you want to speak for, it doesn't matter what level it is. If you want to speak at, at Chase Bank, go meet the person that manages the branch that you go to. And then you want to take them in basically and court them with Jamie's process and relationship. So you meet them, you go, this is so awesome. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, they get a handwritten note. And this is the neat thing. We all want to do that. We all think we should. None of us have time. So how, so how are you bridging the gap between that? Because when I think about run, doing a handwritten note, I'm, like, I'm just not going to get to it. So nope. how, how do I do that? You're basically creating like a physical mailing campaign similar to if I had an email campaign that yeah. I can send to people. Is that right? Yeah, right. And, you know, we call it, um, we call some of our email marketing the drip campaigns, right? Over time, campaigns. email, you know, week one, they get this email. Week two, they get this email. Well, I invite you to think about it. Um, how could you bring something into, in the physical sense, representing your brand into play here? Um, because that kind of stuff is really going to stand out. Um, and, and here's, you know, in, in our eWomen network world, we like to 
tell our speakers um, when we're working with um, setting them up that, listen, you have to earn the right to make these people an offer. You have to earn their trust. And so, you know, the same with trying to get booked on a stage. What have you done to really earn the right to ask for that place working with them, right? Um, If I'm just sending them some emails um, and I haven't really shared or taken the time to build that relationship, where's it going to go? And so, you know, I, I absolutely believe that there's a little bit more to just, um, you don't want to just drop the, the random thank you in the mail. It's, it's got to be a little more thoughtful. And that's where, I mean, cer- certain people have a skill at that. You've, you've probably received messages that it's like, wow, that's fantastic. Yep, I totally feel this relationship. Um, and, and if that's not you and you don't have the time to do it, we're happy to work with you to figure that out. Um, so you can do the, the thoughtful, physical things that I want to do, but I don't have time for, cause that really? isn't me. Like I want to do that, but here's the truth is every time I've gotten booked somewhere through a relationship, it's always like, you know, even, you know, you and I, I'm going to come out to your chapter and it's yeah. been We've had three conversations. We've met. We've you know brainstormed together. We're you know you're on the show today. It's all through manual me ha- taking time, yeah, having conversations and building a real relationship. And I think anyone listening, if you're a speaker, like if you're not willing to do that, you're in the wrong business. But you, yeah. you need to start that. This is the shortcut. This is the hack. This is the way you can get. I mean, imagine you know that person getting a mug in the mail that has their name on it, this custom. Imagine getting a handwritten note from you that says, hey, I was thinking about you with something that's unique to them. Um, imagine, you know, you know what school they went to and you, and you get some, you know, it's about getting customized like gift ideas, but getting yeah. something physical in the mail and then having a company just take care of it for you. You got to build the relationship. What happens, Jamie, when, um, when people start getting the gifts? Like at what point... Let's say I reach out one or two or three times uh, using the expressory and I get uh, and I get in you know people's minds. When mm-hmm. do I want to reach back out? Do I want to then physically like call them on the phone? Do I want to pop an email off and say, not sure if you got the gift? I don't want to come off like I'm trying to be nice, right? You want to come yeah. off like you're you're being really thoughtful and they go, Wow, that was cool, but you and don't want to come off like you're the super pushy salesperson. Hey, I sent you gifts and now and I'm following up. With you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what, t- talk about well, the grace in maintaining, like building relationship yeah, um, and not kind of throwing it away and making it too professional. I'm not sure if that came out right, but. Kind no, of- I, I get you. Um, again, it's going to go back to, uh, you know, each, each business and what you're trying to do with those um, relationship building efforts or what you're selling or, you know, the reason for trying to build that relationship uh, really helps us figure out the timing of then the follow-up. It's usually a week to uh, a week or two that we we're kind of um, going back with the next follow-up. Um, and if that's a phone call or an email, what, what I like to do is it's, um, you don't immediately hit them up with, okay, let's, you know, let's get that scheduled or whatever it may be. But it's, I like to ask, okay, so what'd you think? You know, tell me, so if it's the book, so if it's the book, if we go back to this um, idea of, of you would have sent the book to the guy. <laughs> I would um, have. 
let's say you did a couple weeks later, you're going to reach out with an email or a phone call and you're going to say, so, uh, you know, just wondering what you thought, what, what'd you think of, did you get some more ideas, right? Leave it open and see what he says. Because once you can get him then in that creative, oh my God, that triggered this for me. And here's this thought, guess what? Together, you're all of a sudden going to go into this place where, yeah, you know what, Matt, I need, I think we need to get you to come in. Hmm. So if, if you open it up, ask him, you know, what he thought of the ideas, they'll talk themselves right into it. Has anyone ever done something like this for you in any capacity that you were blown away with? Or is this something that you see people don't do like at all? And you're thinking, man, no one follows up with me. So you're creating that solution. Have you ever seen this work really well um, oh, man. On, on your side in, in any capacity? Have you ever gotten really like good with me? Up? Like someone trying to get my attention? Yeah. Or yeah. Maybe in, in another context, have you ever seen like, you know, someone reaches out and they go, wow, that was good follow up. What, what to you is really good follow up or what's an example? Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking of, um, actually it, it was a speaker and, um, I would have passed by, actually I did pass by the email and they happened to drop me their book in the mail after the email. And, um, uh, of course, when you get something that's unexpected, we, so that's a, we have these triggers when we're creating different, um, gifting ideas, we go back to a series of triggers that if you add these things to a gift, it adds more meaning for the recipient. And unexpected is the number one um, trigger, trigger, I guess, for um, building a meaningful relationship. So this book shows up in the mail, along with the card that references the email that um, you know, had all sorts of detail about the back of the person's background and bio and what they speak on. Well, that got my attention. And when I went back and actually read that email, there was something in there that was a good fit for speaking for us. You know, so again, can you talk about those triggers a little bit more? That was really interesting to me. So, yeah, because I'm thinking, okay, so I had another experience where I have, there's a promoter put on an event and I, he said, Oh yeah, you know, your book could be good. And and we basically discussed, Hey, you know, when we have speakers come in, we'll buy, you know, a hundred of their books for the attendees and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, awesome. So of course, right away I'm thinking, Oh, well, you know, what's your address? I'll send you a book. And he goes, Oh, great. But now it's like, Oh, let me just send you my marketing proposal. Whereas in hindsight, I'm already thinking from what you just said, I wouldn't say that. I'd say, okay, great. Well, let's be in touch about that. Or I'll send you my topic list or something or my one sheet. But then unexpected, I drop my book in the mail. So now he gets a gift instead of the thing he's expecting and not really looking forward to in a way. Yeah, right. Um, So another big trigger to me that I really like to go to is um, shared future milestones. Huh. Explain okay. that a little more. So um, the examples I like to give are think about um, business coaches and what is the thing, what is the focus of any particular business coach? Um, and so maybe you have a coach that is working with you on, um, oh, I don't know, it's either mindset or it's some sort of wellness. Um, what if your gift shows up to the client that you just signed unexpectedly 
and it says, you know what? Welcome. I'm really excited to work with you. I cannot wait to help you achieve X, Y, and Z. And the gift is somehow related to that X, Y, and Z. And so let's say mindset, if we're doing mindset work and you know, your, your clients maybe have some blocks that they're working on um, getting rid of, let's take, let's send them a a motivational, something that talks about um, happiness or gratitude. It's, it's a plaque or it's something that they can keep on their desk or on their wall that always reminds them, this is what we're working on. This is what we're focusing on. And my goodness, this came from my coach and I can't wait to be in that place all the time. That's really cool. So you send a, a plaque or an award, or you could do something like, like send like a gratitude journal because that's something yeah. that you're working on together. And you say, Hey, I wanted to get us started. Here's your journal for your first 90 day goal. Exactly. I'm, I'm, um, I'm liking it. I'm, I feel like I'm getting the, the hang of it. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's this, there's just this fun, um, you know, pattern of, of how you can create these gifts. Think of a financial planner. Why do you, why do you hire a wealth, a wealth advisor or a financial advisor? Because you're saving towards something. So maybe you're, you hire this person when you have your kids and you're saving towards their college fund. Well, why isn't that wealth advisor sending you something related to them graduating college and how you are going to celebrate together when you achieve that? Ooh, okay. All right. So say you're, you're saving for Harvard for your kid mm. or in some kind of a school. Mm-hmm. Like, would that be something, you know, you, you send like a Harvard keychain or you send oh my a gosh, right? like that. Say, Remember this, this is what we're moving towards. Right. You, and because every time they're looking at it, they're thinking of you. Every time they use it, they're thinking of you. And when other people see it, they're going to say, oh, where'd you get that? Oh my God, my financial advisor gave me that. I, I like that you're not, you're not doing a one-size-fits-all cookie cutter. I really like that you, know, you think about this person and you got to take a second, right? You go, what should I do for that person that would be unique to them or to our relationship? What would stand out? Yeah. And then again, the guys, the, the, the beauty is, yeah, you meet the person. Yeah, you got to think about that. If they like golf and you go, oh, I'll do something golf or whatever it is. But then you turn it over to a company like the Expressory and then they do the actual delivery, the creation, like they do the work for you that you're not going to do. That's yeah. the key, which is follow-up. Yeah. Let, let's talk real quickly. Oh, you know, since we're on this subject, um, if you want to talk to Jamie more, we're coming to it, the twilight of our, of our interview. Um, unfortunately, it's, God, it, go, it goes so fast. I know. Uh, but if you want to connect with Jamie more, you can find her at Facebook at G, uh, sorry, jm.shibley. It's S-H-I-B, Shib, L-E-Y. S-H-I-B-L-E-Y, Shibley. So it's jm.shibley at Facebook. And then LinkedIn, you can find her at Jamie Shibley as well. Her website's theexpressory.com. And this is, you know, really got my attention was this, this, um, this is a company that like, you know, we're not sponsoring this. We're not like, <laughs> I just love it. I think it's awesome. Um, we're talking about, you know, making some stuff for me. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, she has a relationship marketing audit. If you'd like to basically figure out how well you are doing relationship marketing or, or what, where you are, can you talk about that just briefly? And yeah. you can find out more at relationshipmarketingaudit.com. Yeah. Um, And so what we do is uh, you'll receive a series of of questions to help us understand where you're at. And we go, we walk you through in a half an hour, um, some ideas of things that you could easily be implementing to start making a difference in your relationship building. Um, And so so you'll walk away with some stuff that you can uh, start executing. 
Um, so you're going to find out exactly where you are and, and how well you do relationship marketing. And then you're going to get a takeaway of, of what you could do to, to tweak it, change it right away. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Jimmy, can we pivot real quick, just kind of yep. for the final section here? And let's talk about eWomen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked about eWomen on the show before. Uh, eWomen Network is a great example of a national organization in the United States that has multiple uh, local regional chapters independently ran by managing directors. There's a lot of different organizations that do this sort of a structure. This, to me, is one of the best places you can get your footing in to speak. Some of the local chapters are very small. Some of them are very large for different organizations. Um, E-Women is usually typically between kind of what size for attendees, would you say? Um, On on an average um, month, our networking lunches, uh, you know, it depends if it's a startup chapter, you might get 20. Um, A very strong chapter, we're seeing, you know, 100 attendees each month. Wow, that's awesome. So, I mean, think about that. Sometimes people think, oh, it's just some local chapter. Like, you know, I want to speak something bigger. But guys, 50 people, 70 people, 100 people is a huge, like, there's there's events and seminars that charge 10 grand to 25 grand in sponsorship just to have a table and then get, you know, uh, speaking time in front of 100 people. Literally. and some and of your five thousand dollars. So to be able to get yourself booked at a chapter, to be able to network and relate and, and meet these people, what it, it's it's a potential gold mine for your business if you're doing the speaking for free strategy we talk about, right? Where you're building your list and you're building uh, prospects, right. clients, you know, for your products and services. Well, some of the best relationships you may walk away with come from sometimes smaller events because you have a more um, personal feel there. But you're, you're absolutely right. We look at this as this is all about the relationship building. This is not you're going to come stand on um, a stage and uh, make an offer to these people. And it goes back to how are you showing up and earning the right to have further conversation uh, with each of the people in the room? That's a great way to put that. Show up and then earn the right to have a future conversation. How, how do you earn the right? Well, I think I want to start with how you don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. I'd love to hear that. Uh, so you early on, I made them, uh, I had a speaker and I kid you not. So you, with our meetings, you have 20 minutes and um, I'm not kidding. I think she spent the first 15 minutes talking about herself and her accomplishments. Right. So in, then, in a 90 minute speech, you might have, five or 10, maybe, right? Doing, yep. talking about you and talking about your story. That's got to be interesting. Sure. But in 20 minutes to spend 75% of your talk, building up your prestige, come on. Yeah, it was painful. Um, and so w- what's interesting then is, okay, we still had some people who um, chose to get on her list and had the follow-up calls with her. And interesting enough, it didn't get better. And so that was kind of a telltale sign, right? Like, like this person didn't understand the value of, of building any kind of relationships. It was all about what can I get out of it? Wow. Yeah. So even in the follow-up, so, so even in the follow-up like strategy sessions or calls she booked, it was kind of jumping right into, okay, so here's my product, you know, here's what it does. And you're like, wait, hello, I'm here too. So yeah. be about the people 
add value first before you even consider asking them to have a follow-up conversation or, you know, buy a product or something like that? Yeah. Um, our best speakers give, give, give because they know that, you know, the more they're giving to the audience, um, the more that's kind of giving them that credibility, that building that expertise and people are going to trust, to trust you. And they're going to want to follow up and to do business with you. Right. And so, um, but then it's the follow-up, right? So when you, I like to tell our speakers, you have, you should have your plan before you even come to the event of how you'll follow up with these people. And, you know, I don't care if, if, if it doesn't include, it doesn't have to include any sort of um, physical follow-up, the stuff we've been talking about, but what is your, but. <laughs> but yes, but you know, you have to have one, you have to have a plan. Yeah. And um, because that's where your money comes from, that's your gold mine is getting their contact information and building the relationship with them afterwards. I'll mention something else too is, you know, you never know who's in your audience, right? Right. And again, it's something, this is a theme we're going to come back to over and over, you know, throughout the years on the podcast here is, you know, you don't know who's in your audience. My first private client ever, I don't know if I told you the story, Jamie, was John McAfee, founded McAfee Antivirus. Uh -huh. And he was a guy who found the class we were doing on the internet. I had 15 people in this weekend seminar in San Diego, just a small little room. But one of the guys there, you know, sold McAfee antivirus for a hundred million dollars. And he was interested in learning my topic. And, you know, you don't know who's in your room and what they're going to mean for you, whether it's a connection, you have uh, one of the women attending. It's like, oh, by the way, maybe she's not interested in buying your product program or service, but don't write that person off. You meet them. And it turns out that, you know, maybe uh, she's connected in the chamber of commerce or she is part of a, a company that's really well known. She goes, oh, actually, maybe I can get you booked to speak in there. But if you're trying to sell too quickly, now yep. you're going to lose that. And she's going to say, oh, you know what? You're not the, I don't need to buy your product. And then it's just, you sever it right then and there. Um, really consider the follow-up and the relationship for events like these. Jamie, um, last couple of questions. I know there's so much and we could go on yeah. for an hour probably. Um, uh, I guess this is the final thing is, what would it take? Because I, I, we're getting an idea of how eWomen speakers would get booked. There's the eWomen Pro Speaker Network, and you you know you pay a small fee, and you're part of this directory, and this is where a lot of um, managing directors are going to find people. You refer to each other, you connect and rate speakers. But if I want to just start off and go, you know, I'd really like to meet a Jamie out there. Um, what's one of the best practices? What what should I do as a as a newer speaker to get your attention to potentially you know, come in and, and speak at your chapter one time. Yeah. Well, we get a lot of requests, right? And so I'll bet. What, you, what you don't want to do is just email and throw up every fact about you <laughs> because there's so much information in there to digest. Um, we okay, so long emails with a bunch of stuff about me is probably going to get skipped because it's going to take too long to read and yeah. certainly to respond. So you might just right. delete those. And the right. same thing's true when people are emailing, you know, cold to be on the podcast. You know, you get a lot of PR companies and people sending things. And when someone just goes, hey, I'd be a great guest and here's all about me, I just delete it. And yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. There's no. just not enough time to reply to every single one. So if you have a busy promoter, they're not, they're not being rude. They just don't have time to reply to every cold request. So Correct. what's a better way to put that? 
What's a great first email or, or call or something to do in you your know like, what? What, what ask, noticed? Ask about me, what the needs are. Because <laughs> ask about the person. No, right? <laughs> um, it's so simple. But but that's the reality of how we're making our decisions. Like I'm not, there's a I take my role seriously and I put people in front of our group um because our members have a certain need. And if you don't even know <laughs> like if this Who is a need. Are, what the need is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, videos are another helpful thing. Uh, you know, show, because if you're coming from, if you're traveling in and I've never seen you, how do I know you're a quality speaker? So have, have some speaker reel or have some clips on your website. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So this is, and, and guys in, in an email, you know, when it comes time, put the link in there and say, Hey, if, if, you know, you want to check anything out, here's a quick link to something, you know, you, you make things easy. Cause I'm not going to dig and look for anything. I'm certainly not going to research someone I've never heard of before. Yes. You go, Hey, here's a quick thing here. And I think that could really help because I know your people are all about this. I love that. So, yeah. Um, yeah so everyone email Jamie, you know, <laughs> email Jamie. Right. Oh, I'll give you give you the cell phone number out. No, I'm just kidding, but you should <laughs> you should connect with Jamie. Facebook again, uh, JM Shibley, and LinkedIn is Jamie Shibley. The website's theexpressory.com, and you can also go to relationshipmarketingaudit.com and get a free relationship marketing audit. Find out where you are in your relationship marketing and how you can make it better with your next step. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been awesome, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the, uh, next week. Yeah, it's coming up quick. Oh, and bring your book so we can mail it to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my book. I'll bring my book. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you for having me. All right, guys, that is the show this week. I hope that was valuable. Again, just to uh, recap, what we're talking about is this is all about relationship marketing and how to really stand out when you meet someone of influence. So go back and listen again if you need to. Um, Jamie has some great, great nuggets about that. And then follow Jamie at social media and check out theexpressory.com and really see what she's doing, what we're doing, whether it's mugs, whether it's sending a cookie, whether it's sending your book, so many great ideas, a handwritten note. Um, she, she has one where she sends, uh, you get a picture. So maybe you, you get a selfie with this person and then you can actually upload that. And you know, then they print out the selfie, frame it and then mail it for you. So it's all done, right? All you got to do is just send them what it is. Um, some really cool ideas. So check that out. Make sure if you haven't already, if you wouldn't mind, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on iHeartMedia. Anywhere you get a podcast, you can get it. Uh, rate and review. I really appreciate a review. Uh, if you're getting value from this, make sure you share it with another speaker you know, another author, coach, expert that wants to grow their business through speaking. Get out there and get booked. Get booked.